Welcome to The Watching Dead, the officially unofficial podcast for The Walking Dead on AMC. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. And we're back for another season of The Walking Dead. It's a season 5B preview. We just watched a couple of trailers, a couple of uh, teasers, all that sort of stuff. And we're going to come come to you guys and talk about them and do a little feedback and stuff. Should be fun. Yeah, you know, we're going to consider all that promotional material as like not spoilers. It's released by AMC. Come on. You don't um, consider a movie trailer a spoiler. Right, and I'm going to not make very many predictions because I could predict stuff based on spoiler material, but I, I got a lot into that in the last, uh, the, the wrap-up cast spoiler section, so I'm not going to repeat all that because none, none of this is, I would consider, new information as far as that goes. But I'm curious to see your takes on it because, you know, you haven't read anything past the prison plot line in the comics, so you're largely ignorant. Yeah, I know the, the I mean, broad generalities of the stuff. Yeah, listen to us talk about it for a while. You probably have. But um, yeah, but I just want to say this is a if, if you consider trailers and like that, we've seen the first two minutes of the first episode or what purports to be on AMCTV.com. Mm-hmm. If you're considering that spoilers, then uh, go ahead and flip off and uh, we will see you next week. When we come back for real. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Why don't we get into it? Uh, I, the, the, I want to talk about something really cool to happen after we went off the air. Yeah. We were talking about, uh, I forget exactly how it started, but the idea was bandied about about us having an Apache, mm-hmm. an attack helicopter for mm-hmm. the zombie apocalypse. And uh, our buddy Nick G, who serves uh, the U.S. Army in some capacity... Uh, I'm hoping he's authorized to take these pictures. Uh, first of all, thanks for ser- serving. Mm-hmm. Uh, second of all, he uh, he took pictures of uh, he plastered a sign over uh, one of the longbows he had access to that says "Reserve for Jim and Aaron for the zombie apocalypse." <laughs> That's incredible. So we we are set. Thanks, Nick. I appreciate that. Yeah, uh, no, the pictures are amazing. I uh, they're on Twitter. I don't I don't know how you'd find them. Maybe go search uh, at Bald Move Longbow. Yeah. That should but, do it. Uh, super cool. Thanks, thanks for doing that, Nick. We're all set for the zombie apocalypse. Bring it on. Yep. Bring it on. We're good. Just need to find some fuel. Yeah, and maybe Nick can come along too because he he's either part of the ground crew or he probably knows some guys that that I, could could be the ground crew. I, I was gonna say like I don't even know that we need ground crew. We need pilots too because I don't know about <laughs> you, but I can't fly that thing. I am I I am I I'm extensively certified through Battlefield. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah. so many successful sorties. As long as it has a WASD control <laughs> scheme, I'm yeah, good. sure. That's how that's how the cockpit looks, right? Yeah, it's, it's a, keyboard a keyboard and, and mouse. mouse. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. <laughs> or if it, uh, also because I played the old uh, the old Apache longbow for the Commodore sixty four. I mean, I would also accept a Thrustmaster <laughs> joystick. Mm-hmm. I, I'm familiar with that interface. Okay, perfect. Uh, let's talk about the the two minutes trailer that they released uh, just yesterday or today, I think. Yeah. Maybe. Um, it's purports to be the first two minutes of this new season. I'm a little skeptical about that. If it is, it's a very weird start to the season. Um, it reminds me a lot of episode 204 of Cherokee Rose, the um, aftermath of Otis, where you've got a preacher kind of preaching something about the dead. Mm-hmm. And with a montage of people doing, you know, grieving and doing zombie prep, you know, pre- preparation, it reminds me kind of like a blast from the farm past, which is not necessarily a good thing. Yeah, no, no, not at all. Um, it's it's a weirder version of that though, because it it seems to me to be out of, uh, k- kind of out of sequence. Um, 
Rick is talking to Noah at one point about like Richmond. Yeah. Um, and it seems like the, the main focus of this is finding a place to go after the giant wall of zombies, uh, giant, giant wall of walkers and all their escapades there. They've turned around. They're saying, okay, let's regroup. Where do we go now? Yeah. They're wanting to, I mean, I guess they're having fond memories of the the prison. That's the thing. They're they're showing the prison. They're showing Woodbury. They're showing uh, what appears to be Noah and his brother in pictures. I would mm. imagine his twin brother. I, are they twins? They've got to be. They're dressed I, exactly alike, and they look almost from identical. the Slabtown storyline. I somehow thought that his brother was older. Well, if okay. If they're not twins, their parents are assholes because they're dressing them alike. Yeah, they they do they did look like twins in the pictures. They're dressed sure. identically. Yeah. in one of them. Um. It, anyway, so it was weird to me that Noah would be talking about Richmond, and then everybody would be talking about going back to Woodbury. I don't think that's it. I think this is a this is a stylish this is a stylistic choice that they that's are... fine. But Noah's Noah's family and his brother, like, why show us that? That's like we don't know anything like if you're if you're not reading the comics I guess you don't know anything about what's going to happen next but we've speculated that they're going to try to reach Richmond. That doesn't seem like an option now that there's a wall of walkers. So I could see why they might think oh, let's go around. back to Woodbury. Oh, see I yeah, I don't I'm I'm discounting that as a theory. I think that that's just them as they're meditating on what it's like to rebuild you have to go over all their previous failures. You have But to Noah's farm, family is not a previous see. failure. No, but Rick is making the case to go to Richmond, and I think, mm-hmm. first of all, I don't know that this is exactly how the first two minutes are going to go, but if it is... That's I, what I'm saying, yeah. And, and I'm not... God, I'm putting, a, I'm putting a place to defend Gimple. But I think what they're trying to do is show us, you know, hey, we're thinking about going to another place that's Richmond, where we know has walls, and, and Noah tells us has some kind of functioning, you know, human civilization, like, like this is supposed to deliberately trigger us memories of the prison, of Woodbury, of the farm, of other places that we thought we were safe. I get it, but the sequence is wrong to me. Yeah, you could like, be right. You get Noah mentioning Richmond, then you get shots of uh, some some cabin in the woods, uh, a picture of a cabin drawing. Was that the place? Was that the grove? It looked like it, but I don't see how it could be. Hmm. Like, where would that picture be? It's inside of a... A house next to a globe and but they also showed chalk outlines of the sun like some yeah. child drew on a sidewalk which that seems like woodbury to me but 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 yeah but i think that's more again supposed to be poetic like hey this is it's a possibility that we could have families and children and all that i completely agree with you about what this is what kind of this is trying to say as a metaphor as as uh, pictures without words, but Noah's family does not fit in there because none of them know about Noah's family. Huh. I mean, I guess so Noah. So you're, you're just bothered by Noah's the fact head? that Noah is there when we, as an audience, don't know anything. about We don't that have yet. really any connection to Noah other than he is from Richmond. They have walls. He had a brother. He has a father who's dead now, right? I, yes, I think he died in the hospital. Yeah, yeah. Um, his brother is still probably alive. Could be. I don't. Rem- I honestly don't remember. I remember him talking about his brother being strong, and they thought he was a scrawny one, which is that's odd than being identical twins because you'd think they'd just be. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, twins, like maybe one one would be more athletically inclined, but it's not like you'd have one guy who's a ninety eight pound weakling, the other's like a you know Atlas physical yeah. champion. Unless one of them worked out just a lot. Yeah, that's his true. Brother just that's true was a workout fiend. Sure, 
Uh, I don't know. It, it seems weird to me to lump that in there with like the prison and Woodbury and stuff like that. Uh, but we definitely see them burying someone. I, I thought at first that it might be Beth, but Maggie was crying, so that couldn't be it. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. It, nah. It's obviously Beth, right? Right. I don't think there's any... There again, like, man, I... I because I'm I'm working on the my my book for season two, and I'm looking through, and one of the things I'm really jumping at when I'm you know analyzing this in depth is how many things that could potentially be just emotionally wrenching and work at a very you know human level in season two, the writers completely sabotage in the way they sequence the events mm-hmm. and their kind of impatience and letting some of these situations develop. Like we have to you know, bring something up in every episode. Um, and I feel like that's the same way this Maggie thing. Like, I am was 90% ready to call bullshit on Kirkman's statement of, oh, well, when we finally get to Maggie dealing with Beth, it's going to be worth it. I don't... I, I don't think it is. Like, if if every three, third episode she had mentioned something about, you know, I just keep thinking about Maggie, or it's like one thing to lose Herschel, but to lose Maggie... Yeah. But we didn't. She wasn't distraught at all. No. Like, damn near a season and a half went by without that being resolved. And it doesn't matter what kind of hijinks you get up to after that, you can't redeem that. Yeah. I mean, Lauren Cohen could have done the perfect job of emoting, which she mm-hmm. probably did. It just doesn't work with us because the groundwork wasn't laid for it to work with us. Yeah. So that's frustrating. Uh, I want to talk about. You, do you have anything more to say about this particular trailer? I mean, is it possible that they go back to Woodbury? No. No. How are they going to get through the giant? They're just going to drive around walkers. it. It's not like the Great Wall of China. It's going to be a long journey. It's like trying to. It's says. like it's like uh, you know if you're going to Las Vegas and you ran into Burning Man. It's like you wouldn't be like, oh fuck, I'm not going to drive through these hippies. I got to turn around and go home. No, you just you'd go around them. It's a finite cluster of of zombies. Uh, yeah, but we don't know how big it is. They don't know how big it is either. That's got to be a factor, right? This sure. could go for miles and miles and miles. I guess, but... In any direction, we don't know. It's not like, you know, Sharknado, where, you know, you could be driving around and all of a sudden, oh my God, we're surrounded. It's like, feels like it's something that you could kind of probe the outside until you, you got around it. Yeah. But I don't then, know. But, but a Sharknado won't follow you. The wall of walkers will follow you and eventually (laughs) encompass you. You can't get too close to it is a thing. Like if you're standing in roughly an inch of water, the Sharknado will find you and will kill you. Um, I don't know the the Zomnado. Don't give sci-fi any ideas, by the way. It's it's a Zomnado. A Zyphoon. A Zomphoon. (laughs) A Zytal Wave. (laughs) There you go. There you go. Um, uh, What do you think about... Father Gabriel being able to give a eulogy without comment from the survivors. That's one thing I wondered about is like this. Oh, group, if Shane was there. My God. Well, but I'm just saying my like God. even this group seems to be pretty at least skeptical, if not openly hostile to, you know, Judeo Christian no, at notions of God. And he's just, yeah. He's and- just giving a completely sincere. Plus this guy's, not necessarily completely on the ends with these guys either. So I like that's the other one of the other reasons I don't think this is the first two minutes of the show, or if it is, it's very weird to do it this way because it looks like Rick and company, uh, kind of the badass of the group, are out finding cars and stuff, 
um, because they kind of do a sweep of an area with a bunch of cars. Sure. uh, While the softer side of the group is burying Beth. Mm. That's what it felt like to me during this. Um, And maybe there's a scene, if this is not the first two minutes, actually, there's a scene of them kind of saying, fuck that, we're not going to stand around and do uh, this Sermon on the Mount bullshit. We're going for cars. Okay. That makes sense to me. But they say it's the first two minutes. That's really I, that confusing. To yeah, me. I don't know. I, I'm not. I you're clearly very bothered by this. I'm not I saying you're wrong, but it did not phase me one bit. Okay, all right. So maybe maybe just, they're just, just letting us assume a lot of stuff here. Well, a I mean, lot of stuff. Gimple does seem to be fond of the tricksy forms of storytelling. Yeah, that worked out real well last. Like season. just sitting down and telling a story is not something that interests him or Kirkman. It's uh, they they want to. Um, do something very arty, artsy. So, and, you know, we'll see if they're more successful. I think part of the, you know, we talked about part of the problem is maybe just their general inexperience and you're trying to, you know, do something that's like really avant-garde kind of for the zombie genre that there might be some just, hey, wow, that didn't really work out that well. Maybe we can do it better next time. So maybe they'll eventually get it right. Yeah. I want to talk about a little bit about my approach to this season because you and I both were incredibly high on season five, and the and the first episode, episode, episode did nothing. The only the only thing we could say bad is wow, gee, a whole lot of the stuff from the season trailer came from this episode, and I, I wonder that's bad. Yeah, I, I wonder that fine. I wonder if that will mean that you know uh, everything else is just kind of meh, or if that's just going to be more surprises and shocks and twists and turns. Because I knew what material sure. was coming up, and the you know the hunter stuff was going to be uh, pretty cool. Um, you know, and I think. Looking back, when I talk, think about my reaction to episode two and episode three, particularly before we actually got the slab down, it's probably more critical of that than I would have been if I'd come into the season not expecting greatness. Okay. If I had kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, oh, wow, this is the first year that Walking Dead's got creative continuity. And, you know, I like Scott Gibbley. He's a good <laughs> writer. And he's got some good instincts for characterizations. And then you just kind of get slapped in the face with more sloppy execution. Coming into this half... You know, I was arms wide open, bright eyed and bushy tailed. This this time I'm coming in arms crossed, eyes narrowed into slits. <laughs> you know, you're, you're giving him the Clint Eastwood. So, so I think that I'm going. Uh, so so the psychology of this, and I've been doing this for a few years. And I've observed myself. The psychology of that means that I'm probably going to be easier to impress, and I'm also it's going to be harder to me for me to be truly disappointed. Yeah, I see. I'm so so. Adjust your calibrate hater slash lover calibrations accordingly. I, I think that, um, uh, you know, if I was confronted with like the end of the terminus arc, the hunter arc last season, mm-hmm. this season, I think I'd be like, yeah, that's that's a pretty good episode, um, or at least a you know average to above average. Whereas when I was thinking everything was awesome, those two just didn't make the cut for me. So sure, I don't know, and I I don't know what to expect. Because I feel like how these next eight episodes go is going to tell me whether I'm really excited for the seasons to come or not. Because this is a very transition time. Yeah. We're seeing them, you know, they had a, they had several seasons of relative stability in a location at the farm and then the prison. Mm-hmm. Many would say, and I agree with them, too stable, too much time in one spot. The last season and so has been very much on the road and on the go and kind of like getting in misadventures here and there which I've always argued 
is kind of a strength of Walking Dead that they should use more often. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're going to Richmond, are we finally going to get to see a true, like, stable civilization start to reform? What kind of drama can we expect from that? Is it going to work out as, as you know, is it just going to turn into a post-apocalyptic MacGyver where they're, you know, rediscovering the wheel and generators and... it. If they hit a major city uh-huh. that isn't overrun, like Atlanta is at the moment, I feel like that stuff would be pretty operational. Like, I don't... I mean, granted, you have to find other sources for your power than, like, standard power plant stuff, but people still know how a wheel works. Yeah. <laughs> like, people still know mostly how this shit works, and if there's a city like Richmond that is mostly untouched by this... I don't see that being the MacGyver-esque scenario that Woodbury is. Hmm. I, I see that being much more stable. Hmm. And 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 almost impossible to get any drama from uh, zombies out of. I don't agree. I think that, like, say, New York City, all five boroughs were spared. They had enormous 20-foot-tall <laughs> concrete walls around the whole thing. <laughs> all right, that- New, New York City is, like, the most extreme example of any city. Okay, right? it's like okay, New York City and Tokyo. Yeah, those are like let's say Uber Cincinnati cities. was completely <laughs> right. completely walled off, and it's a stable little city state. Mm-hmm. You're still not going to have power twenty four seven. Yeah, because yeah. where the hell are you going to get the coal or gas or whatever? Sure. You know, to to make that stuff work. Yeah, I I mean, so you're saying it turns into like a land of the dead style. Uh, rich people up in their towers and everybody else living like peasants in the streets, like Honestly, Blade Runner probably style. probably would. I think that's uh, not a <laughs> apt comparison because... All right, you, you might be right. I mean, you we've right. seen throughout human history what it looks like when you get extreme poverty and extreme wealth. Yeah. Like, that's what happens. The wealthy people hole up in isolation and are served and, you know, experience stuff that's just uh, the common man can't can't even conceive of mm-hmm. and then the have nots are down to eke out their existence i think that's right. you know not not completely unrealistic but what i'm saying like from a defensive perspective i don't think there's any drama to be had from walkers at that point hmm. like i mean so this is a different type of walker right this is not the zombie that bites you and you become a zombie this is walker where you die and you become one right so even internally there, there's no way to protect from that right sure People die, especially when you have, like, a bunch of peasants living in the streets, yeah. uh, not being supervised closely. Sure. Boom, a guy dies, and you have the shower scene from uh, the season four or season three, whatever it was. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so, I mean, maybe there's some drama there. But, like, big herds, I don't see as big uh, threat. To, it just to depends. an entire city of people. With it all just the depends on how big we're have. talking about. Because that's one of the things. Like when they're saying yeah. Richmond, it has walls. Are they talking about the entire town <laughs> of Richmond? Mm-hmm. Are they talking about like a section of the city? Yeah. Like you know, it's a different. If I if you if Fountain Square in downtown Cincinnati was secure from a three block radius, that's different than saying Cincinnati oh, yeah. is a walled city or you know something like that. Yeah, um, and we saw what went down with Woodbury. You know, it's like well, you could build a wall of tires. Yeah, but how secure is your wall? Sure. Uh, I, but even then, like that city isn't taken out by walkers. That city's taken out by people. Yeah, and, I, and there's going to be a little general impatience for me if we go to 
Virginia or wherever, Richmond, and they've just got like fucking corrugated metal walls. <laughs> like <laughs> this has been the zombie apocalypse for going on two years now. What the fuck? If it's all burning tires and picket shitty fences bow girls and shitty bow girls, <laughs> that you, you that's there's there's no way. Yeah, like it's not hard to pour concrete. It's not hard to move earth. You just need mm-hmm. strong backs and a will to do it. And if you have undead cannibals on the other side of the wall, I mean, <laughs> there's incentive, right? Certainly, right. right. I don't know. I'm curious if they if they do go to Richmond. I'm I'm kind of looking forward to that. Like you, um, I want to see what society looks like uh, at this point. Any guesses on to whether we spend the whole season, rest of the season, getting to Richmond? Oh. Do we get to Richmond within an episode or two? Are they going to have any adventures along the way? I mean, what? that's why I'm saying, like, how they handle this back half of the season is going to really either encourage me or scare the hell out of me for how they're going to approach it. Because the other thing is, from what we can tell, they're already in pre-production. They will be in production of the net, of the spinoff, the Cobalt or, Cobalt or whatever they're calling it. Yeah. Uh, I don't feel like this show is going to get better once they do that. Like, <laughs> if anything, they're going to take the creative team, like, the you know, whoever Nicotero's lieutenants are, they're going to be split up between the two shows. They're going to split the writing staff. They're going to split their pool of directors. And it's going to be, you know, at best maintaining quality. You're not going to just consolidate and get stronger by doing a spinoff. Uh, yeah, maybe, so, so maybe that'll create some competition among the ranks, and they'll they'll both push a little harder because you know they've got another show that's directly comparable that they have to live up to. Maybe, maybe. We'll I see. don't know. We'll see. I don't know. I, I'm just saying that it's. I, I feel like the next eight episodes are gonna are going to be very fateful for the show. I think you're right. Um, it, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know thing, that they have to get there before the end of the season. And, and I don't mean fateful from like it's going to be canceled because obviously I expect like 20 million people or whatever, to tune in to the season's premiere. But I'm talking about from a critical standpoint. Yeah. Um, now, the the only real obstacle they have left, they don't they don't have any people they're fighting anymore. Everybody in their radius is dead. Uh, it, it seems like the only obstacle now is that giant wall of walkers. Uh, I, I don't think you can spend eight episodes on that and, and a journey. No, that I mean, does seem like a pretty awesome, you know, two or three episode arc. Like, yeah. This is our first like herd that we have to figure out a way to get through. Or yeah, around. how do you even deal with that? Whereas, like, like you know, you had a mini herd attack the farm and they just bugged out and ran. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you do now? I, that's I'm kind of interested in that. Sure, I wouldn't mind spending a couple episodes dealing with them getting to Richmond. But if we're like <laughs> episode four uh-huh. and we're still on the road, well, I mean, I, I guess it depends on it's, how entertaining. But I, yeah. my my expectation is I'm going to be uh, very afraid. That's the thing. They always came into a season with a new threat mm-hmm. kind of looming. Um, and it doesn't seem like there is a new uh, human threat here. It seems like there's just the Wall of Walkers. That can't be eight episodes. So they're either going to have to get to Richmond quickly um, or they're going to have to come up with some stuff for them to do along the way, some people for them to fight or something. Right. Uh, but then again, I don't want this show to just fall into a rut where they just present a new threat that's kind of the same every single time, you know? Right. I don't want that to happen. Um, I'm trying to think. The other interesting thing might be if, what if they get through the Walker herd and the herd follows them to Richmond? 
<laughs> they Pied that, Piper they, Richmond. Yeah, they inadvertently Pied Piper Richmond. That would be interesting. I guess we reverse would, Pied Piper. I guess. I yeah. guess we would get to see, uh, you know, what Richmond's made out of. Yeah, that would be, and cool. it would cause a lot of tension between them and the sure. people in Richmond, right? Sure. Yeah, I uh, you would suppose. Yeah. All this is assuming that they're not heading back to Woodbury. They're not heading back to Woodbury. <laughs> God, please let them not be heading back to Woodbury. The governor <laughs> set Woodbury on fire. I know. They don't know that, but we know that. Yeah, that's that's just crazy. So, you know, you use two episodes to make a detour to Woodbury. They find out it's burnt down, and they say, oh, we got to go through the walkers. Mm, I don't no, know. I would not be not be in favor of that. I know. All right. Uh, what else do we have here? Do we have any feedback or anything? No, not really. What? We don't have any feedback. No, I mean, there's like I I trolled I, our forums to look for some people talking about, it, and they were talking about it, but there was nothing that super substantive. Okay. Well, I promised people feedback at the beginning of this cast. Well, you know, uh, Scott Gimple uh, or the, the Robert Kirkman promised that uh, Maggie's <laughs> reaction to Beth would all make sense oh, when no. we got to see it, and you know, here we are. Yep. Uh, one thing I wanted to talk about is uh, the podcast, Talking About the Walkers. Talking About Walkers, which yeah. you can find at TalkingAboutWalkers.com. Um, you know, one of the hosts, uh, Yardley um, and Olaf, they were at the Walker Stalker Con in uh, Atlanta this year. And we met and kind of hit it off. They invited us on their third year anniversary Walking Dead podcast. We had a pretty good time. If you want to check that out, I'll, I'll have a link to the show notes. Uh, they invited us on their podcast, and we had a five man pod yeah. talking about this season. Um, you know, they they did a lot deeper dive about you know it's like you know they did death predictions and you know what do we think about this, what do we think about that. So some of the stuff that's that came out of that was pretty interesting. But uh, yeah, we kind of have our death predictions on the record at the beginning of the season. We'll see how they play out. Yeah, we talked about that in the, the wrap up cast too. So yep. I don't think there's any need to go over it again. But uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, clearly, some people are going to die. I mean, I think it, that's it pretty be, safe. Yeah, it would be a. I don't think it's ever happened. Have we ever gotten out of a half season without a notable death? I don't think so. I mean, you had you this last season. You had Bob mm-hmm. and Beth. The previous season, you had Herschel. Mm-hmm. Um, try to think. Who was in this 5A? Who was in the, the, the... I guess that was Herschel. 5A, yeah. And then you had Lizzie yep. and Mika and 5B... Or 4B. Is 4B. This time it's going to be Judith. <laughs> I mean, I guess season 2A, you didn't have really... I mean, Sophia? Yeah. No, that... Well, yeah, it depends on when you think she died, I guess. Well, I mean, she died <laughs> f- certainly before episode... 208, I think, is where they, they called it quits. And then the second season, you had Shane. Yeah. And then 3A, you had T-Dog. Oh, Otis was also dead in 2. I don't I don't know what point. But he was, I mean, we met him that episode, the episode yeah. before he died. So it's like, yeah. You know, it's like uh, you had a bunch, you of, had, dudes, bunch had, of the prison crew died, too. Yeah, that's true. You had Beth's uh, boyfriend die. Oh, sure. In season 3. Doodlebug's boy. Doodlebug's bow. Uh, or was that season four? That might have been like right at the beginning of season four. You had Judith die, and it turned out she wasn't dead. And then she almost died three other times since. Yep. Uh, that's the thing. I guess I, the other thing I'm kind of curious is, are they going to go the Walking Dead Full House Edition? Because if they don't take care of Judith, 
<laughs> uh, yeah, I gotta throw uh, raw meat to the people that are like Aaron hates babies. Aaron hates babies. Uh, if they don't, if, if they don't do something about Judith uh, in this in this next season, then we are we we might as well just settle in for Full House Apocalypse Edition. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I, I, want, thing, I want Dave Coulier to show up. One other thing I'm wanting to see. Cut it out. <laughs> I'm wanting to see. I want to see The Walking Dead in the winter. Okay. I want to see the, the effects. Harsh Georgia winter. I yeah. want to see the harsh uh, Virginia winter and what it does to the zombies. You know, I, I understand the winter is is hard for humans to live through too. But yeah, uh, what happens to what happens to the walkers when you have a week of freezing cold temperature? Sure, they have no circulatory system. I'm I, you I'm believe, guessing they're cold blooded. Yeah, if you believe Max Brooks, they all just freeze up and and just stay there for the winter. Turn into corpsicles. Yeah, and thaw when it gets warm. Right. So if if that's the case, like, would you have if you if you had a big walled city and you had a week of freezing cold temperatures, wouldn't it be a smart idea to send out like roving parties to just put as many zombies out as you commission as you could while they're helpless? For sure. Yeah. You just sit there with uh, you know sharpened sticks and just shove them through everybody's head. Yep. I mean that's, that seems that kind of thing would pay off come springtime. You'd have a you know a nice twenty mile dead free zone that you started the year off with. Yeah. No, I think that's basically what Woodbury was doing, right? I mean, without the freezing temperatures, yeah, they, they were just, creating that kind of red sure, zone sure, or whatever with their um, crazy badasses. Yeah. That they kept leashed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Um, we'll see what happens. I again, arms crossed, eyes narrowed, coming into the premiere this season. This uh, season. Uh, but yeah, we're 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 I'm not excited. Is not the right word. Uh, because I'm kind of scared. I'm excited in the way that I was excited the first time I rode a real roller coaster. <laughs> also, like, simultaneously shitting my pants. Also, Better Call Saul's come is on the same night. It has its uh, pre- premiere airing, so yes, that's going right. to be super fun to watch. Uh, we we're podcasting that that day one as well. Uh, but we also got the Americans. We're doing Justified again this year. Uh, so we've got a yeah. Ton those of two shows are on the air right now. So yep, go check those out at our site, baldmove.com. <laughs> and if you got feedback, send it into <laughs> all right. Watching dead at baldmove.com. Yep, and that's it. All right, thanks everybody for listening. We'll be back with uh, the first episode right after the the uh, premiere. And until then, I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. See you.